Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Stories from here and again, I'm excited that today I get to sit and sort of just have a conversation which you become a part of with a friend of mine, a wonderful girl who many of you know, all right? Serena Tugume. Welcome to Business Garage. Thank you. Get ready to send your questions. Call your friends, your family. Let them know that we are about to hear an incredibly inspiring story. We'll be taking your questions throughout you know, the broadcast. Make sure you leave a question in the comment section and we'll be sure to ask those questions as we go along. But right now, I'm going to just delve straight into it, Serena. So, <laughs> the first question we ask people who come here is how did this journey begin? Where did you, or where, or were you always a business person? What, like, what's the story of how did this journey of Serene Beauty begin? Wow. Um... I will try and summarize because it's been 12, more than 12 years yeah, actually. Yeah. It's been 12 years of Serene Beauty, but of course it started way before it became Serene Beauty. Yeah. For me, it started with me just doing my own makeup. Um, and I was also gifted with hair. I just couldn't leave my hand, get my hands out of people's hair. Um, but then along the way, after you know doing it on myself for a while and investing quite a bit in product, I started to do it for my friends because you know they wanted me to, they wanted me to make them look like yeah. I was looking, um, and you know, then I was doing people's makeup at weddings, you know, just friends' makeup, like when I'm on a bridal team, and then with time, I started to take you know that just those extra leaps of faith and you know work on a friend who's a bride, yeah. work on a whole bridal team. Uh, you know, do everybody's hair and makeup, and then slowly by slowly, it's, it grew into an actual business. Uh, so, of, of course, you've done like a summary. Wow, Serena. <laughs> <laughs> we want the details. the details. We want the story. How did you start doing makeup? Where did this yeah. desire to do makeup yeah. start? Your personal sort of yes. journey as Serena, okay. where does this begin? Yeah. So for me... Um, I have a condition called vitiligo. For those who don't know what vitiligo is, it is when your skin turns color, as you can see. Um, it started when I was 10 years old, and I went through the process of, you know, just the struggle as I grew older, as a teenager. You can imagine what that is like. And then when I was 16, 17, my mom's friend introduced me to makeup. She said, oh, just let your daughter come. Let me show her what to do, just so she can feel comfortable, yeah. you know. And I, was, I had changed schools. I was now in S5. And you know when you change, when you have a condition like this, the people around you get used to yes. it. And then you even forget that you have it. And then when you go into a new space, you know, you're like, okay, um, why is everyone staring at yes. me? And then you remember, oh, okay, this is it. So I was in a new school. So I started to try wearing makeup and and then slowly by slowly I just got, kept getting better at it. Yeah, so I guess that's really how it started for me with makeup. Yes. Uh, with hair, it was just something I enjoyed doing, which I believe God just gifted me with. It's true. Yeah. And so now it comes from this personal journey of 
I'm just, I'm trying to be comfortable. Yes. And then you start to help people. Yes. Do you guys know that Serena did my wedding makeup 12 years ago? <laughs> and I remember it was just friends because she was really, Serena is pretty much family. And so it was a thing of, look, all my sisters, it was Serena, this girl who liked to do people's makeup who came in and I was so comfortable because it was someone I knew uh, and we were using what we had, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> but still you were very passionate about original products yes. from the very beginning. But what I really want, us to, I want you to tell us about Serena is then the journey from, because people sort of got introduced to Serene Beauty big time, almost maybe two years ago is when like the whole of the city has come to sort of, it has become a buzz. But before then you existed. How did you, how were you for 10 years how are you building a business for 10 years while being employed? Because I know you are employed and you are excelling in the workplace, interestingly, big time. It was actually, you are really, really excelling. I remember you were on the road a lot, you were flying a lot, but then somehow you are also, and there are people who are watching who are in that position because they're saying, I am working, I have a passion, um, but I'm struggling to stay focused here. And then how do I, how can I stay focused and not be cheating my employer and also be building something that, you know, I, I want to build on the yeah, other hand. Yeah. yeah. Um, I believe that when God has gifted you with something, you just can't get away from it. <laughs> yeah. So I think for me it was really coming from, the, from my heart. I enjoyed doing this thing. When you love doing something, you will wake up for it. <laughs> I mean, I was at work full time. But then on Saturdays, I was doing weddings. Yeah. And I would be up at whatever time it required. If a bride needed to be leaving at 8 in the morning or at 9 in the morning, and at the time I was doing everything, the hair, the makeup, the breakfast, everything. <laughs> so I would just walk backwards and say, okay, so if I have, say, how many people to work on, I need this many hours, so let's walk backwards. Is it 2 a.m. that I have to be up? I mean, it didn't matter what time I had to get up, I would get up. So I guess when God has gifted you for, with something, the passion on the inside is too much that it's okay, you can forego sleep. So I, I would say that that, God put it in me, and deep down in my heart I knew that I would do this for the rest of my life. Wow. So I, I needed to invest whatever it required to plan for the future. The other thing is, you don't, you don't succeed on your own. I have not come this far alone. <laughs> yes. So in uh, 2014, I had a wedding to do and I fell, I fell sick. Oh. So imagine when you're doing everything alone. Yes. And then you fall sick and you can't do the wedding. Okay, that's when I realized I cannot work like this anymore. And of course, you know, you can need something and you don't even know how much you need it. But yes. God knows and he provides for you even before you ask. Mm. So the next month I met a girl who is my cousin's wife, Priscilla Mtanda. She is um, amazing, she's been amazing. We've been working together since August wow. 2014. Wow. And that just gave me additional support. Mm. So we started to work together, you know, the work started to be shared out, it became even better. And then when I got married um, and got pregnant, Again, I needed more people to yeah. work with, so God has been providing people, and to be honest, I would never do this on my own. So at the time, I was working a full-time job, but the business was growing, and at some point, I started employing people full-time while I'm at my job full-time, so 
the work that was required during the week was being done by other people mm -hmm. during the week. And then on the weekend, I would show up whatever time was required, 3 a.m., 2 a.m., 4 a.m., whatever it is, do that work, and then, yeah. But of course, then when I had my baby, yeah. my firstborn, I started thinking, okay, I can't work like this anymore. I cannot take on a new child that like this was like a new responsibility yes. that required a lot from me so i started thinking okay one thing has to go so that's when the journey of transitioning from full-time employment doing both to just focusing on serene beauty started it started for me at the time that i gave birth to my first child yeah yeah the transition begins for you at that point yeah. how easy was it for you to make the transition <laughs> oh my god it was tough yeah because someone might be listening yeah. and think oh yeah because you had time yeah. to build in you yeah. just woke up one day how how easy yeah. was that decision for you so many people thought ah you have something to do exactly. it's so easy for you it's not it took me three years yep to make that decision <laughs> and uh, it was hard it was a lot of you know prayer engaging yes. with god talking with people that are older, wiser, yeah. more experienced, yeah. people that speak into my life. My husband, you know, I also needed to give him time to come on board this major decision. Actually, during that maternity leave, I was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> I have three months to plan and get myself ready to actually make this decision. Yes. But by the end of the maternity leave, although I had set up a lot of things to prepare me to move out of my job, I realized uh, I think it's not yet time. Let me give this a little more time and thought and prayer and, you know, preparation. So it took me three years. Three years of just that process. <laughs> what are some of the things that were going through your mind that made it a little bit difficult? Because you're speaking to a person who's probably also in that position and they're thinking, does she have the fears I have? Yeah. Uh, does she, maybe because she was building, in, in the minds of people, when you yeah. say that, for 10 years you were building something, they probably think, oh, you had a cushion to fall back on, you know, but what were some of the things that were really paralyzing you at the time? Because the rest of us on the outside were like, yeah. you're going to succeed, leave. Yeah. You know, it's like the people who, who are not in it can see it sometimes yeah. even better than you can. Yeah. And yet, even when we could see that it was obvious that yeah. you were going to really, because you had built a clientele, you had people who were already loyal and, and your loyal customers were telling others about you. Your work yeah. was excellent. You had a, 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 a small team that was starting to grow, but then you needed to, now, if you are going to make it the real thing, yeah. what are some of the, the things that were, that, that, that were making it di difficult for you to yeah. make that big decision? I think the obvious one yeah. is that your job gives you that security. Yep. I had a great job. Yeah. I wasn't running away from a bad job or I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't just enduring my job. I was enjoying it. I was thriving. Uh, it was wonderful. Yeah. I enjoyed other people. I was working. I was really having a good time. So, and then it was paying me very well. Yep. I mean, it I w things were just getting better. <laughs> I received an award on my way out. I yes. I received an award just before I resigned. And I'm like, God, this is so hard. But you have to think about the bigger picture. Uh -huh. You have to think about, you know, 10 years from now, really. And make the decision that it says that God is leading you to make. So I think for me, that was 
sort of the hardest thing. Yes. Uh, you know, we had to reorganize our finances as a family, mm -hmm. knowing that this was going away. Yes. It's a major step. It is. Um, and then, of course, you're thinking, okay, what if I take decision and it doesn't, and it doesn't work? work? I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I will have thrown away something really good, and then I'm not sure about this. Um, what else? Yeah, just the, the things that I was benefiting from my job, not just the money, but the growth, the opportunities, the exposure, all those nice things. Yes. It's, it's a really big decision. So, but yeah. then how come you still made the decision? <laughs> because it's not that that changed, because I know that you definitely took a huge pay cut, you know, because the finances are, are a big deal. Yeah. That, that's the truth, because you are, you are a mother now. It's not even yes. just about you and Andrew at this point. It's that you have, you have a child, yeah. and you can't be like, the Lord overwhelmed. Like at that point, you, you feel a sense of responsibility. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, you talked about reorganizing your finances and everything. And that means now you're bringing more people on board, more yeah. costs for the business. Because oh, I know yeah. that you, you expanded. Yeah. And you didn't expand small time, by the way, Serena. I think you don't know how to do small things, which is good. <laughs> but then you, you expanded. And, and, and so how come you still made that decision? Because someone who's listening is like, so then what do you, how, what do? You do? <laughs> Yeah, it's like me trying to summarize three years. It's true, <laughs> but we want you to. But I think a walk with God yes. makes all that difference. It's true. You can't make a decision like that on your own and have the courage and faith to make it. It's so, true. To be honest, God was speaking to me yes. over all this time and giving me promises, giving mm -hmm. me assurances from his word. You know, then the people in my life, Yeah. I mean, people just hold your hand and speak truth. When I'm so afraid, you know, when I was so afraid, I just had, I'll just have tea with someone and, yes. yeah, God just uses them to just reassure me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I would say really, it's a faith step. You can't explain faith much. It's but true. But, you, like the Bible says, faith comes from hearing the word of God. Mm. When God has spoken to you, you can go. It's true. Yeah. So faith, faith is such a huge part yeah. of, of, of making these bold moves because you made a really bold move. So now sort of the birth of the public, at least birth of Serene Beauty yeah. happened maybe two, two, three years ago. I think it depends on who, on who you're saying. asking. Yeah, because <laughs> it's been a process. So, so many people feel that it was like a rebirth, a rebrand, a refresh last year yeah. when I actually left my job because that was in May, May 2019. When wow. I, yeah, yeah. So when you left your, yeah, some people in the studio are going, wow, they can't believe they're like, you mean it was just that recent? Yeah. Because seriously, it's been a huge, it's been, at least watching from the outside, yeah. the, it's really grown. So what was the difference in terms of growth for your business and for you and for your team yeah. from the time you actually left full-time employment and gave the business your full attention. Has there been any difference? <laughs> Huge difference. Yeah. Um, first of all, in terms of the work that we do, our work, the, the number of customers we are attending to increased. Mm -hmm. um, I would say from 2017, in 2017 we did 135 brides, <laughs> weddings. In 2018 we did 150 weddings. Wow. Last year we did 172 weddings. Wow. Yeah, and in December alone we did 32 weddings last year. So the number of customers we were attending to was growing. <laughs> yes. I was present in the business. Yes. So I was able to offer 
mentoring, you know, leadership. Mm. One of the things that made me leave my job yeah. was I felt like there was a leadership gap at the job. So when you're absent, someone else assumes leadership. It's true. I mean, people find their way, mm. which is really not good. Yeah. So I had all these dreams for the business and I wanted to see things change, do things differently. So I had the time now to fully attend to that. Yes. Um, so that has really created a difference. As a team, we're able to work closely together more often. I was able to employ even more people yeah. and give them time, you know, to offer training, improvement. And then as the things arise, one of the things I'll say when you leave your job and now come into your business full time, yeah. what all you see is gaps. <laughs> You're like, yeah. oh my gosh, I need to do this. Yes. Gaps that are existing in terms of in terms of upgrading your services, and then there's all these things you would like to do. So all you're seeing is gaps, and you're like, I don't have enough time to do all these things. Mm -hmm. But because that's all you're doing full time, it's very fulfilling to know that I can attend to this and yes. this and that and that. And then things are closed faster. Mm -hmm. And then there's also the fact that you're able to engage your customers personally, like your present. For me, it was very fulfilling yes. to have a conversation with a bride. From the moment they come to just inquire to the bridal consultation, to working with the team to create their desired look, mm -hmm. as opposed to showing up on Saturday. Yes. And on Saturday, I am doing the weddings then, having people, resolving people issues. <laughs> I mean, really, it was just impossible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So now there's time to do everything, to focus, to dream, to, you know, to meet people, to, to do everything that is required. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to ask about, one of the things I really love about Serene Beauty is that I feel that it, it really represents you as Serena. Like you've brought your personality, your... I feel like it's you. It's, I don't know how else to say it, but that there's a power about that, that when you actually, that God in his wisdom made us all different. And so there are things he has placed in you that are not in me, or that, that even if I run a, a bridal, you know, beauty yeah. business, it would look very different, yeah. feel different, and also have a different flavor. Yeah. But I want you to talk about some of the things that you introduced to Serene Beauty for your brides that I, I love. I find okay. so unique and different, some of okay. the things, because... Wow, it's like a hotel service that runs as well as, I mean, I want you to talk about yeah, yeah. some of those things that, okay. that you've introduced that, that, are, that are really represent yeah. you as Serena. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, to say from the beginning how we started. Yeah. In the beginning, I was a single girl yeah. and I used to host my bridal teams in my home. <laughs> <laughs> my business started in my bedroom. So my room was the workspace. The girls would come, I would have breakfast at the table, you know, just a light breakfast. Yeah. And then I would do their hair, do their makeup. We would work from my bedroom. <laughs> so it had that whole hospitality aspect to yes. it right from the beginning. And then when I got married and, yeah. you know, moved into a different space, we were able now to create that same service in a fresh apartment, you know, furnished to feel like a home mm -hmm. and yet a salon, you know, yes. just to be able to have that mix. So you're able to do hair and makeup and make people look their absolute best with perfect lighting. Yes. While there's also the home aspect. So they're able to sleep over. So that's one of the things that wow. we introduced now that uh, you know, we have that space dedicated for that. Right now we have three apartments that the girls use. They come, they spend the night. Okay, so during the week they come, we install their ex hair extensions. We do everything required 
terms of preparation for the wedding. Yeah. We offer the brides massages. <laughs> um, we prepare them for the day. And then they sleep over on Saturday, the whole bridal team. And then we're able to start as early as we need to start for them to be ready without having people running helter yes. skelter or coming from, I don't know, wherever Ja, I don't know, Zana, yes. where, and showing up late. The bride is anxious, where's the bridesmaids? They spend the night together. You're able to start early and finish everybody on time in the same space. So I think that, and then we give them breakfast. You so do. You're not there thinking, oh my gosh, the person who's bringing the katogo is running late. No. It's all there. Everything is planned and, uh, you know, done in time. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I find that so amazing because as a bride, I remember leaving home at 3 a.m. to go to a certain salon when it was closed when we arrived then. I mean, so I'm, I'm just imagining that you've thought about the entire, it's not just about, and you keep, you, you, I know you're going to talk a little bit about that, that for you, this, the business is not, is not just about making some money. I mean, yeah. you, we do want to make money. That's, yeah. that's a huge yeah. part of the business. Yeah. But that... It's a, it's, what, do, what do you keep saying? Just, just talk about your heart behind. For what do you see, Serene Beauty, as and I'm starting to see some good questions online. We are coming. I love them. Keep them coming. Uh, but what, what, is, what, do you, what do you see as your mandate for Serene Beauty? What's the point of this whole establishment? Like I always say, our purpose is to help women discover their God-given beauty. Yeah. Now, the wedding day is a perfect time. We don't just do weddings, but it's what we mostly do. Mm -hmm. When a girl is getting married, her dream is to look her absolute best. Mm. But there's so much going on with her, as well as you know, in, in the journey preparing for the wedding. So for us, we want you to have an experience that you will walk away from saying, I'm actually beautiful. Yes. Yeah, I'm beautiful. I mean, I may not have known it all my life, but I'm beautiful, and on the most important day of my life, for most of us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I looked smashing. I mean, I, I didn't just look beautiful, I felt beautiful. So that's why you see that we do things the way we do. Our desire is to grant you the best experience so that you come out feeling like a radiant bride, not just on the outside, but on the, on inside. the inside as well. Because of how we operate, God has given us an opportunity to engage with some brides a little more than others. I mean, we are open to engaging deeply with everybody. Yeah. But God gives you some. I mean, some people have more time with you. So we're able to go much deeper and work with you. Um, I think for me, I have a personal belief that everything God has put inside of me, I want to be able to pour into other women so that he can accomplish in them what he has done in me. Mm -hmm. They can have a taste of God as they experience me, a taste of who God is, and what he can do in their lives to set them free, to bring them life like mm. he has given me. Mm. So, and not just for me, but for my entire team, I seek to do that with the team and for my team to also become those people yeah. um, to the people that we work with. Yeah, and I know that for you, you keep talking about how the gospel is at the core of everything that we do, that business is not, today you are telling me about how you know, you shouldn't separate the two. That business is not only about making, it's not some secular and then spiritual, that everything, it's, it, God wants us to live an integrated life and that yes. that is sacred. Business is a sacred space, oh, yes. you know, for the gospel. Yes. But tell us about your team. You've touched on it and I see Ariho Kamara has asked a question. How do you identify, hire, train, and even manage your people? How do you do that? 
And how many people do you currently employ? Yes. Okay, so we, we are currently 10 people. Yeah. Um, we're not always 10 people because of, again, the nature of business. We are most, we're all there on Saturday, but some people are working full-time jobs mm -hmm. and then they come in on the weekend, just like I used to do. How do I identify her and train? Hey, it's a very nice question. Yeah. And uh, over the years, we will have a proper HR system in place. <laughs> As you can see, I've been there fully, mostly, just for more than a year, just over a year. In, if, if I look at how it has happened over the past years, I think God has brought people. Yes. I meet a person and I can tell that this person has it in them to work with us. There's the natural gifts of the person. So you can see that this person is trainable yeah. in terms of they have the skill and they have the heart to actually go somewhere with us. Mm -hmm. um, I could tell a story about everybody who has worked with Serene Beauty. But I pick up on certain things, the same things you do in an interview. When I sit with you and ask you questions, you're picking up on, okay, character, okay, I see this. Uh, attitude, I see this. Um, skill, that they have to do some kind of interview yeah. where you actually see, okay, how much do you know? And how, how far can I take you? Yes. For some people, we also give a probation period. Uh, most of them have come in as interns. That's like my probation period. And I give you time. Mm. During the internship, I'm like, mm, you pick up, okay, how, are they coming in late? Are they able to withstand the pressure yes. on the day of the wedding? If you cannot be patient or withstand pressure or just choose to serve people and put yourself aside on the wedding day, yeah. you can't work with Serene Beauty. <laughs> because you've got to practically put yourself aside and serve the bride and her team mm -hmm. because it's about them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's really, I would say it's a process. Ariel Kamara's question is a really nice HR question, <laughs> <laughs> but I would say it's a, it's a combination of character, skill, and attitude. Yeah. It's a good answer. Um, she, Emily has asked exactly what I was going to ask. I wasn't really going to ask any regrets, but have you made yeah. any mistakes along the way in business and what are some of the things you say man this was a huge challenge that we overcame or i had i known i would have done this a little differently uh for serene beauty and of course if you can get a little bit about covid rebuilding business how what what have you done to keep the business going in this unprecedented time of yeah. scientific weddings <laughs> <laughs> okay uh in terms of mistakes one of the things I, I constantly think about is some of what was lacking when I was away. So there are brides that maybe didn't have a very pleasant experience in my absence uh, because, you know, like the whole week you're away and then you're there on the weekend. So if I could turn back the clock, I wish that I could have engaged more with those brides to make it better. Mm -hmm. But the important thing in life is to just make improvements continuously. Yes. Yeah. So I can say with confidence that the experience has changed yes. over the years. We've continued to improve and get better. Um, in terms of people, again, I've, when I look back, I'm like, okay, that time that I was away, I wasn't able to pick up on some of those things. Mm -hmm. But like I say, I'm glad that now I'm there and we're able to do more. Um, the question about COVID. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wow, COVID. Were you ready? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> no one is ready for COVID. No, no one was ready for COVID, I would like to think. But um, God is good. Um, lockdown happened. I'm thankful that lockdown happened. Did not happen in December. Yes, right? yes. That it didn't happen like end of November when you have all these brides lined up. And, yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't know what would happen. So it happened in March during Lent. Oh! So. <laughs> right? Oh my God goodness! So, good. <laughs> so it happened during Lent. Actually, for us, when they announced the first case, I told everyone, you know what, guys, go home. Let's put our thoughts together, but from home. Yes. And then they said, okay, now no cars moving. I was like, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a tough time for me because I was thinking about what to do yeah yes. as a business leader i was thinking okay the responsibility is huge because you're thinking about everybody on your team mm -hmm. so that really required some thinking for me um but it wasn't so bad actually because we had like a whole month of thinking during lent yeah and planning and <laughs> re-strategizing a few brides moved their weddings during lockdown to later which is okay mm. um but we did some weddings um, some of our brides were bold enough not to move their weddings. They were like, we are getting wow. married, even yeah. if it is locked down. <laughs> we shall pick you up from home. We've managed to get a sticker. We'll pick you guys up. You will come. You will work, of course. SOPs in place. Yes. Because I was like, okay, nobody can get sick right yes. now. Yes. So SOPs in place. Uh, we were able to do weddings. And um, <laughs> there are days we even had five weddings during lockdown. I yeah. mean, what's that? That is just God. Yeah. So it's been great. It has forced me as a leader to think about improvements. The other thing that happened in lockdown is we had time to do some of the things we have not been doing. Mm -hmm, like, like work on videos, on, you know, just building our skills on like videos, on social media. We did a lot of social you media really engagement. Have, yes. And really engaging the customers online is, is something you can never undermine. Yeah? Yes. It's, it is great. Yeah. Actually, um, let me see if there's more questions. I see or someone asking where you were working. Was it in line with beauty? No, it wasn't. Uh, it was a different kind of work. How is your turnover? Many people in that business tend to move around a lot. What has been your experience? Have you had high turnover as well? No, I haven't had high turnover, actually. I have not had high turnover. Uh, some of the people I work with, I have been with for really a long time. Yeah. A really long time. Uh, then I just increased the team. Yeah. I think of all the people I've worked with at Serene Beauty, I've only lost two people. Yeah. Yeah. Which that, is okay because that, yeah. also people need to grow and yeah. take that step and go out and start their own thing. It's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. But that also says something about, you know, people don't just quit. Uh, if the turnover is high as a leader, that is feedback for you. Um, all right. Was there a time you felt like giving up on the business? No, that, I like know that. that that one is not there, so no, it hasn't. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for the questions. I think the last question I wanted to ask you is, and I think someone has asked it right now, I think Walter, what does the future look like for Serene Beauty? What does, what, what, what's the dream? What's the ultimate dream some, that are currently, at least, because it will change, we know. But right now, What's the dream for Serene Beauty? Where do you see it? I think I just see Serene Beauty growing, mm -hmm. 
giving opportunity to many creative people to go out and be a blessing to brides, to make people look beautiful and have an amazing wedding day. Yeah. But also, just to, how do I put this? To change people, women's hearts, how women see themselves. Yes. I think for me, it's really a, it's a, because of where I came from. Yes. Our definition of beauty has got to be renewed. It's not just about hair and makeup. No. It starts from the inside. So for me, the dream is to, to have that impact on women. Mm. Our tagline at Serene Beauty is inner beauty at the fore. Oh. Our desire is to bring that beauty out. You know what the Bible says about beauty? Mm -hmm. God says that that is what he sees as beauty. Mm -hmm. Inner beauty. Yes. The inner beauty yes. is what God desires. So. The, beauty, the, the dream for me is to grow a team that will do this work in a massive way across the country and have that impact on people. Yeah, across Uganda. Yeah. I can't wait to, to see that happen. Kamara, we see your questions. He's asking for people in Kabale and Kisoro, what are the expansion plans? I think you've heard. We got them. <laughs> they have them sorted. Just, yeah, just yeah, keep yeah. watching. Give us time. Uh, give, them, give them time. It will, it will keep happening. All right. And, and now I'm just going to stop right now for a moment. Serena, thank you so much for indulging me and letting me ask you all these wonderful questions. Right now we are joined by an incredible woman, a god, uh, Angela Okulo, <laughs> has come on to just sort of wrap this, wrap this up and, and, and help us get these key lessons and ask maybe some more questions as yes, well yes. to Serena. So welcome, Angela. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Serena. You're, you're talking about a topic that I really, really like. I really, really like one of the songs I like to sing is about beauty. And you're talking about bringing inner beauty to the fore. I know that uh, many ladies struggle with that thing. You want me to move closer? You want me to move You like that? <laughs> the thing that I, I kept noticing while you were speaking is ownership. How does a person wake up at 2 a.m.? Like you, you have you know you have a job, and you've owned this thing. I mean, at that point it was just you know a passion or whatever, yeah. but you've owned it. No excuses. Yeah. Even when uh, uh, we asked you about what problems, I think someone had asked. You're like, yes. I mean, you've owned the problems. You finding solutions to the problems. When you got pregnant, it wasn't about, eh, eh now I'm pregnant. What to do? Mm -hmm. Or that you've owned this thing yeah. properly, properly properly. I, I need to know is there a, a, a point in your life where maybe someone I don't know, did you ever hand over the own, like I wish I was in this position I wish mm. someone else could do this was there any, any time where you felt like ah, this dream may be someone else's, where was there no, I've never felt that way, I've never felt like this is somebody else's dream it is a personal dream, mm. yeah. Mm. And despite the fact that it's a personal dream, I've worked with others, yes. yeah. So, like when I was giving birth, I wasn't doing brides. Yeah. I mean, Priscilla was doing the brides in the times that I was out to have a baby. Mm. Uh, so, but yeah, it's a personal dream, and I'm, uh, and yeah. And I like that. John Maxwell says that a dream is only possible if you own it. Yeah. If you own it, and people always have excuses. One of the excuses is like dreams don't come true for ordinary people. Yeah. And I'm not saying you're ordinary. Yeah. 
I'm just saying that your story could be anyone's story. Yeah. It could be anyone's story. Yeah. So that you were born with like yeah. a silver spoon in your oh, mouth. Yeah. It's that you you had a dream. You like doing makeup. You're doing makeup for people, your friends, and then eventually it's 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 yeah. growing into. Yeah. What do you have to say about people who think that you have to be a certain type of person in order to have a dream like that achieved? Because this is 12 years. There are yes. lots of people who think that it has happened in the past 2 years. Yeah. Who think that because now you're on Facebook it has not happened. What do you have to say for people who think that uh, you have to be a certain type of person? And the truth is that you're an excellent person generally, you know. Yeah. But what you know, there are people out there who are like, "Ha, but now me will I ever get a building?" What do you have to say? for people who think that dreams only happen to a certain type of people. I think that people need to know that every individual is unique. Yes. And God created you for a purpose. God knows the number of days he has assigned to you and he's given you a task. There you know the Bible says that you are God's workmanship yes. created in Christ Jesus to do good works that God created you to do actually. Yes. yes. So if you just take your personal life as an individual and allow God to actually look help you look on the inside and work with you you can actually discover that dream the thing that God created you to do and if you just do it with all your heart it will be excellent and it will be great yes there are also people who think that if the dream isn't big then it's not worth pursuing. Mm. So I know that because you are creative, many people when they think of things like music and makeup, they're sort of like, ah, did you ever at some point feel like, eh, hey, but it's just makeup? No. Did you? Yes. No. How did you get to that point? Because you said you have to allow God, yeah. you work with God. How? Because I know that that dream just has to be bigger than you. Yeah. <laughs> it just has to I be think, bigger than you. I think don't I think you shouldn't think of what's the big thing I can do. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Start with who you are. If it flows from who you are, it doesn't matter how small it looks. God will grow it to the magnitude that he desires for it to be. Mm-hmm. So just surrender yourself to God and allow him to work in your life with the people he has given you to help you discover yourself, how he's gifted you and pain. Some of the pains in our yes, lives, yes, are the things that God wants to use to actually bless you. Yeah, I would say. We've said many times that if it's an area the enemy is attacking, it's probably an area that God wants to work with. Yeah. And I know, you know, yeah. you had pain points, you had pain yeah. points and you've used those pain yeah. points to yeah. go. So all these ideas, I mean, wow, you have three apartments <laughs> for for brides to come in and yeah. work on you. What what was that process like? I know you keep yeah. going back to God. Yeah. You keep going back to God. You're like, yeah, yeah. let God yeah. use you where you are. Let yeah. God what so, um, the, how did we get to the three apartments? Like I said, it started off in my bedroom. Then when I got married, I moved into a new home with my husband. And then we got an apartment. <laughs> I, I got a, a one apartment dedicated for Serene Beauty, yeah. where I used to live. Mm-hmm. Worked on it, furnished it. And then as we were doing more people, we needed more space, we needed more rooms. So we got a second apartment. And then again, as we were working on more people, we needed more room, we got a third apartment. So now we can actually be able to house up to five bridal teams on a Saturday, mm. wow. sleeping over because wow. of that. So it's been a process. Mm. I think that sometimes it's good to combine dreaming 
about the future and doing your best with what you have yes. today. Yes. And then allowing God to take you one step at a time. Yeah. 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 Again, a dream is only possible if you own it. And there's that thing of time. Some people are like, yeah. ah, not now. Let me first do my yeah. 10 years at MTN, then yeah. pursue the dream. Let me first do my 15 years. I don't know where, then pursue the dream. But you, you started. Yeah. You started. I know you've, you've talked about things like, you know, waking up at 2 a.m. And maybe some people think it's a joke. <laughs> no. But, yeah, but it's like I'm just in my mind because I'm sure yeah. you had work to do. You've woken up at 2 a.m. And yeah. then you're, I guess you can start now, 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 yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. Start now, start now, start now, start yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. What are some of the things you've had? To, you had to pay a price. What are some of the things? What are some of the things you had to give up? Yeah. Because there's also that. Yeah. When you're waking up at 2 a.m., you're giving up sleep. When you are, what are some of the things you've had to give up to be willing to bet on yourself? Sleep. <laughs> to start with. Yeah, sleep. Um, I had to give up my job. Um, I've had to invest money in the business. Um, I didn't get money given to me by anybody. So the money that you make, instead of just enjoying it, putting it back into the business. <laughs> so all those years that I was working, doing my full-time job and doing the business on the side, I wasn't being paid a salary by my business. Yes. Whatever I was making was just going back in. It was just going back in. Mm. So, yeah, I would say that, yeah. And, and it's, um, I'm excited that I'm here with the powerful living <laughs> because I also see the aspect of you, you didn't, I don't know, many people who are watching today sort of come to a point where like, anyway, this is who I am, this is what's happening, you accept your life, you accept, but then you, you became a powerful person, you took on, you took on the problem, you turned your pain into, you became a powerful person, you accepted, what was that process like? Of, of not just if you're like, okay, I mean, at some point mm. you're, you're single, maybe you want to get, you say, okay, maybe I'm not married. Okay, now I'm married. Yeah. Okay, now I have children. No. Yeah, yeah. So what was the process like in terms of who did I have by my side? <laughs> oh, just, 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 just being able to, to, ac to accept, I, acceptance. I think, let me say this. Eh? I don't know who's watching or where they are at, but God is in control of your life. And if you just give yourself to him, he is able to take you through anything. Mm. He's given us his word. He's given us people. Mm. If you just walk with the people he's given you, nothing is too difficult. Yeah. And anything can turn around because of those blessings he's given you. So for me, I would say, first of all, I haven't grown to this point on my own. God has blessed me with amazing people who have walked me through the darkest of times. And just, yeah, even just speaking into what I'm doing, I've had hours and hours of engagement with amazing people who have just affirmed what's happening. Yeah. Um, when I was putting together all these thoughts about Serene Beauty, I had a four-hour meeting with a man that is like a coach in my life, He's like an older man who just really, really affirmed a lot of things. I remember that conversation so well. He was talking to me and I was just typing on my phone. Mm. I was like, I agree with that. So then he asked me a question, I talk about it, and then he... So I've had 
episodes like those, like people like those, and just your normal friends. You don't need very important people. Yeah. As long as your friends are with you, they are working with God too, there's a lot of input that they can make in your life that, yeah. Friends, own your dreams, own your dreams. It looks like you wanted to say something. Yeah, I wanted to say that as I hear Serena's story, I yeah. keep hearing faith yes. being a major part of um, your journey as a business person that you can't, you, faith actually gives you such stability yes. and also wings at the same time. It yeah. grounds you but lets you fly. Yeah. And then also I keep hearing the word people, 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 yes. people, yeah. people, yeah, people. Yeah. Like you've mentioned people a lot that you can't go very far alone. I have to say this, sorry. Yeah. People, not just speaking into your life, but God sends people, God sends a, can send a person who just introduces one important aspect yes. that just takes you very far. Yes. Like a friend of mine just introduced me to certain hair weaves. Eish. Yeah. Those weaves have just, they really played a big part. <laughs> yeah. Or a friend comes and teaches you photography. Mm, and video yes. I have a friend of Paramount Images who taught me photography. And that just took me very far. Mm. And you know, People like that, I could mention. My housemate, at the time I was doing the business, she allowed me to have strangers in our home yes. every, Saturday night, every Saturday. So that, I would say God just gives you a person who just... But you have to recognize the people. You have to yes. be humble enough. And those are, I was also thinking that had you not started, you could have had the people, but they wouldn't, have, they wouldn't even have come. Because it's like God aligns you with the people you need when you start. Yes. Because you had to have the faith to start yeah. and then ask the questions as you start and figure life out and then yeah. keep recognizing the people along yeah. the way. Yeah. I, think, I think one of the things maybe that, that I keep seeing from, from lots of people who are asking questions, for me, I'm, I'm trying to pick. I've had... Faith, I've had people, I've had discipline and determination, yes, 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 like a hundred percent owning the thing, hard work, pushing yes, through, yes. and then pushing for excellence because there's yes. such an excellent culture at Serene yes. Beauty. Uh, and, and, and also, there's such a positive thing, like yeah. you're very positive about life as a leader. But also, I think people are sort of, they want to sort of hear about, in terms of the business, what are some of the, the, the the tools that you would say to, all the things you've had to learn as a business person, uh, because there's Serena, the, the woman of faith, mm. and that is part of business, yes. but in terms of pure business uh, sense, what are yeah. some of the things you've had to learn, yeah. or the things that you would say as a business person, man, I think these have been core yeah. for me. Okay, so, again, everything God has been doing in your life has played a part yes. in where you are today. So the jobs that I did in the past, I worked with great companies. I worked with Vivo Energy Uganda, that was my last employer. And um, I was on the leadership team. So I was working with very experienced business people, mm. like people that, yeah. So I would say that being there really did play a part in some of the things that I am doing in my business. Mm. Um, yeah, having a chance to sit in a strategy meeting, uh, that's how I think about Serene Beauty when I'm thinking strategy. When I'm thinking, looking at the numbers, I'm like, that's, that's how I'm thinking. I'm, that's why I keep saying that all I see, I see a lot of gaps because I'm like, okay, we need to upgrade to this. We need to upgrade to this. Um, I have a person who supports me with all my numbers-related work, related part of the business, tax, and you know, just putting all those stuff together. Someone who just shows me the reports at the end of the month, um, yeah, so, but because of the experience I had in my job, 
I know what I need from that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. So you're saying yeah. that as a as a business leader, you yes. need to know. Yes. Yes. How to what like I even mean. if you're not that professional accountant, yeah. you still need to know how um, the yes, accounts work. Exactly. How to you know understand the numbers. Yeah. The other thing is reading. <laughs> yes. It's yes. so important to read. Yeah. During that first maternity leave with my first child, I really did spend time reading. Now I'm not the best of readers, but I know that I need to read. So I took time to read. And the other thing I did, I got an app that where you can buy books and listen. So yes. if I'm too busy, I listen to books, a traffic jam. I listen as I'm doing stuff at home. Yeah, so reading, reading is so important because it will help you think about your business as all the big businesses that you're seeing. Yeah. 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 People are asking about figures, 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 <laughs> figures. People are asking about figures. They're asking so about you... figures. I, um, hmm. How do I say this? I would say, uh, let me just say that the business is able to pay me what my job was paying me. Whoa. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. It's able to pay me that and take care of all the costs and pay everybody and uh, invest in the future. Yeah. 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 Friends, <laughs> ownership, ownership. Serene has owned this thing properly. She knows who she needs to bring on board. Mm -hmm. She knows who has sent her. You know, you keep going back to God. Faith, faith, faith. Yep. You keep going back to God. The person who put the thing in you. And I think that the question I'd like to ask us today is why do you want to accomplish the dream you want to accomplish? And why do you think you are the person to accomplish this dream? Like, just go back. Sometimes we, 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 we think of a thing, but in your mind, it's not, it's something you're going to sort of do for a short time and then hand over. But do you know that if you did not pursue that dream, there would be a big gap in the world. That God has sent you to achieve a thing, okay, and you must own it. Owning it means there are things you're going to give up. There are things you're going to give up. There are people that you have to learn from. There are spaces you need to grow. There are, I don't know, you have to maybe not pay yourself for a while. Oh, yeah. Although, you know. Ownership, ownership. God has given you a, a dream to pursue and you must think like a son. You must think like a son. You must think that God, my, uh, the, the Godfather, the Kapo, has, you know, businesses around the world and he has seen it fit for Serena to do Serene Beauty, for B3 to do Powerful Living, for Angela to do Beautiful Moments, but you must own it. I'm hearing own, 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 own. And you must know that you are the right person yeah. for that dream. You are the right person for your dream. So ask yourself questions like, what are the talents, specific talents and strengths and personality traits that are going to help you achieve this dream? I feel like God is calling us to all just, just sit down and, and just think that this place where I am, once I own it, the blessings follow. Yes. The blessings follow. Yeah. You go, you take, you take possession, and God is like, finally, finally, you're in the place where I want you to be. The people follow. You've talked a lot about how your housemate allowed you to use the house. Yeah. Someone came and taught you photography. Oh, yeah. That once you're in a, once you start to think like, wow, wow. I've seen a question. <laughs> Someone is not that. 
Where can I find earrings like Angela as well? So good. What's the difference between owning the dream and delegation? How can one balance the two? And I'm going to ask you this question because you both, you've had yeah. in yeah. both yeah. ownership and, well, you're still owning, but you, yeah. you've delegated also. What's the difference? That's a How can really one balance the two? Must I be physically yes. present for the that's a really That's a really good question. I think the dream, you may own the dream, but there are certain tasks that don't have to be done by you. Yes. You offer leadership to people that are doing certain tasks. Mm -hmm. You may need to do those tasks in the beginning. Yes. But as you grow your team, you empower them to do some of those tasks mm. so that you can continue to work to, to lead everybody towards that dream. Yeah. Yeah. That's an, that's, a, that's an incredible answer, because I think some people are struggling with that, because you've owned it and you've owned it too much. Yeah. You're the I only one know. that yeah. can do anything, you're the yeah. only one available yeah. to do all the things that need to be done, you've owned it, and yet, because it's a kingdom business, it has to be passed on to your children's children. Mm. So in order for it to grow, you must yeah. delegate. Yeah. Mm. Oh my goodness! Serena, thank you so much for coming, for sharing your heart. I think that there's been so much to learn. Angela, thank you for wrapping this thing up so well. People want to buy your earrings. I think that says yeah. a lot. <laughs> One day um, every woman will be here to talk about earrings. About earrings. Yeah, so friends, thank you for watching. As always, we ask you to share this widely. But if you're watching today and you do not yet know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, yeah. you can tell from today's business interview that it begins with faith in Jesus Christ and that everything we do flows from that. We'd like to give you an opportunity to come to know him as your Lord and Savior. And it is so easy. The Bible says that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, just like that, you are a son of God. You are switched from death to life, from darkness to light. So why don't you repeat? I know that you're there right now and you want to make Jesus Lord of your life. Repeat this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I invite you into my life today. I make you Lord of my life. I come fully under your authority. Take my life and do something significant with it. Today, I am born again. I am part of the family of God. I say yes to you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I can hear the sound of a new generation. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.